0: And FB Army, it is the last football game of the season. Green Bay Packers travel to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. It's going to be a good one. Hey, everybody, go check out TulipTreeGardenCO.com. Make sure you get your 20% off all your CBD and hemp products. And also, thanks for supporting us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Check it. We're
1: that time. Yeah, buddy, it's Bear Week one more day. Get to the game, people
0: dude you're so fired up right now i'm ready to take a nap and just hope this nightmare just goes away right now because man we have a saturday late breaking bonus edition coming out right now because the news out of green bay yesterday uh late thursday but confirmed yesterday just uh kicking the gut and that's David Bakhtiari out for the season, going on IR today and out with a torn ACL, Eric, in January. Does it get any worse from a timing perspective? How does this affect our team? Can you sleep at night? I need some ice cream.
1: Yeah, this is a real tough one because not only does it uh, involve a team that's peaking at just the right time, but but it also, uh, um, I mean, what is he, maybe a November comeback next year? And, you know, you got the big contract, blah, blah, blah. He earned it. It just sucks for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he really is, uh, what I think, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and who else? There's one other guy that have been on the team longer than him. He's a foundation. He's a building block. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really sucks for him to work so hard to get to this. And, and, and hopefully, you know, hopefully wearing that ring, uh, doesn't, uh, he feels no shame for that because he earned it. You know,
0: uh, I just, you know, I, do you feel it though? I do. You feel the victory the way you would if you were on the field. That's what I was thinking about today. You know, how does David Bakhtiari swallow that one if we do make it that far? And that's that's saying a lot. But if we do, ah, uh, it's tough to see life without him. But right now, Eric, we—I mean, the way that we had subbed in for him when he was out earlier this year, we didn't miss too many beats. Let's talk about that real quick.
1: Absolutely, and, and and back then, uh, even dealing with uh, uh, Wagner's earlier injury and sliding Turner around and the emergence of John Runyon, I I think uh, I think playoff teams are are better. Mm-hmm. You're playing better competition. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bigger hit than it is during the season. Can we overcome it? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely.
0: What do you think is the best way to go about that? Then do you? you move Jenkins out to left tackle? Do you slide Billy Turner over to left tackle? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming Billy would go over to left tackle the way that he had played before. But, I, you know, what, what do you do here?
1: That's a really tough call. And, you know, if we had uh, uh, Stefanik's experience uh, in, in watching these guys practice all the time, it might be a lot easier. But I, I really don't have a clue. Yeah. I don't know whether it's better to move Jenkins out and then Runyon and Patrick or, or whether it's it's better to put Turner over there and Wagner at right tackle. I'm guessing that's the way they go. Yeah. You know, um, but that's
0: one of those things where Wagner's coming off a, a knee injury that's bruised up is how many plays are we going to get out of him?
1: You know, have, uh, a big lead in a lot of Yash Nyman tomorrow. That's what I'm open for. Yeah.
0: I mean, and this is where I'm just thinking that from the, the one side of my brain's going, why don't you just slide Jenkins out there and get him comfortable for, you know, what's going to happen. Because he could need to be that left tackle next year as well. Such well, an we, important position.
1: And we've talked about this a whole lot better, a, a whole a whole lot. Uh, I and I think you do as well. Like Turner, a whole lot better at tackle than guard. Um, Wagner is not a left tackle. We we've seen that. We know that. Um, so that seems like the most logical way. Uh, I, I wonder if if uh, if Rogers has some some input into that cuz if if I'm Rodgers I feel pretty good about Jenkins out there. I I guess I'd feel pretty good about Turner as well, but I I I think those are the only two guys at least this week that have a chance of of sliding out to left tackle. And that well, I, does seem the most logical way to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean Billy Turner held up very well against Khalil Mack in the last game. Two pressures. Um Gosh, you know, we had talked a whole bunch in the other podcast about Khalil Mack, and I just have not seen him where he's at. Where? Well, I happened to stumble across Pro Football Focus today and find out that Khalil Mack's at number one rated. <laughs> I am a knucklehead. But listen, it's a big challenge, but, I, you know, the, the line's set up. The only thing that I'm juggling is exactly what I just said right now. Who is going to man that position for the next year? It's what we're going to need to do, you know? Runyon is a, uh, he. he's a heck of a guard. He can fit in that spot. Uh, I just, I, I think we got to be prepared.
1: You know, and just sort of an outside thing, and hopefully uh, we don't ever have to get to this this year, but Stepaniak, who's probably the most powerful dude on the team, the rookie is back, he's practicing. I don't know that he's going to, uh, I don't know that he's going to be up this week. But he's a guy that I would feel, okay sliding into one of the guard spots I don't think you're going to put him anywhere else but so I feel good about the interior if Jenkins is the choice to move out we got some pieces to play in there with with Patrick Runyon and, and maybe Stepaniak uh, and then we don't really know a heck of a lot about Jake Hansen he's a guard center more of a center um, but it's that outside that uh, and that's that's a little got to be a little bit nerve-wracking for number 12
0: Yeah, it sure does. Uh, It sure does. Well, one thing that's going to help out number 12 this game is going to be our running backs. And uh, A.J. Dillon took the rookie of the week this week. And now we got Williams coming back. How are we going to juggle all these guys right now, Eric?
1: Uh, It's Aaron Jones followed by Williams, followed by Dillon, and you might have some situational stuff. I don't think uh, two-point conversions, uh, third and one, fourth and one, uh, I don't think you're going to see Jones running the ball again. I I, I, I think that maybe, I think that maybe, you've got Dylan sitting right there, with 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 what he can do, uh, you, what, what, what he, the hurt that he can put on D lineman, not just linebackers and secondary guys. Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll be very interesting to see how this works. But I, I think I think you you can't move Williams out. Uh, Williams has earned his spot, mm-hmm. and he's also you know got years in the offense um it'd be interesting yeah yeah well i'm hoping we see a little bit
0: more of the same regardless of who is getting the ball because we're gonna need to establish that run you know we can't let people in the league right now heading into the playoffs think that just because bakhtiari is out we don't know how to run the ball pass protect anything else so ah the challenges
1: one thing that's a little bit scary to me, although it, it just could be explosive, but you got Scrine and Johnson out there. They're down to their third corner being their number one corner against okay. the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And, and you got Devontae Adams. Um, you know, is it going to be more we soften up the middle with the pass and gut them with the run rather than the other way around? You know, play action doesn't work that way, but situationally, uh, being that banged up in the secondary is going to be a real ripe, low yeah. hanging fruit.
0: Yeah, well, good luck on that one because I mean, their their line, their front seven's fantastic. You know, I, we didn't talk about Roquan Smith as much, but he is uh, still one of those tackle tacklers on a team that I'd love to have on the Packers. Man, that guy is side to side yeah. and wraps up everybody. Man, he's a banger. Um, I, I there's just you know one thing I want to talk about before uh, we kind of take off here with this quick podcast is just uh, kind of where our defense is standing up right now. And I feel real good about them. You know, every time I look at depth charts, uh, Chris Barnes is in every level of the defense. Uh, I like that uh, Christian Kirksey might be coming in for a couple of those high intensity, you know, snaps, like you said, last podcast that he can get some turnovers on. Cause I think this is going to be a game. We're going to have some turnovers, um, you know, I g- Another thing that I wanted to say was uh, from a special teams perspective, you know, we have to have the upper hand if Cordell Patterson is injured. So I don't know what he's going to be. We'll keep an eye on that one before tomorrow.
1: Patterson is at this point returning kicks he is a special teams player exclusively um, Mm -hmm. until they get to the playoffs if they get to the playoffs so we catch a little bit of a break there but uh, he's he's as good a a returner as as has played in this league Mm -hmm. so uh, given the way our special teams coverage has worked that's a real real concern yeah. Uh, got to take it to him on the defensive side I feel pretty darn good as well I'd like to revisit a statement that I made from the last podcast and that was about Snacks Harrison and that it's really nice to, to add some depth nothing to get too excited about mm-hmm. well having a little bit of time uh sitting up on Lake <clears throat> Superior um, to like take a look around I'd like to just maybe alter that a little bit and and, and I'm a lot more excited <laughs> a, about Snacks and here's here's something that Unfortunately, at least in my estimation, unfortunately, um, Kenny Clark has been playing zero technique, one technique, two technique, but he's been primarily playing nose. And what what Harrison at his size and with his experience can do for you, and he's still playing good football mm-hmm. uh, is he, he's a natural. He's got the size. And if you you start shading Kenny Clark into that three and four technique, uh that is something getting him on the outside of a guard and into the tight end mm-hmm. and then tackle. I I got Kenny Clark can wreak havoc. Yeah. I just I don't I don't know if we're gonna see this or not. But in terms of either spelling Clark to keep him fresh. Or actually putting him on the field at the same time and letting him letting him slide down the little line a little bit and get a little bit more favorable matchup, that could have a really exciting uh, results. And so I'm I'm thinking that Snacks might be maybe a little bit bigger deal than than we made it sound mm-hmm. um, the last time.
0: Yeah. Well, again, like we talked about before, I don't even know if he's going to be playing. I hope he is. Hope he's active. And if he gets 12 snaps, I, 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 I'm. I mean, we're going to sizzler, bro it's going to be a uh it's going to be a change for our defense that we probably are not going to see so much in the stats but we might see just a different level of pressure on that on those pockets so um we'll see we'll see what happens loved
1: loved reading about kenny clark talking about welcoming um snacks to the team and that he just is really excited about having a guy with his talent and experience a guy he can't wait to meet and most importantly a guy that he can't wait to learn from yeah. love the love the attitude
0: yeah attitude. i don't I, I, I don't know what the heck my opinion is of snacks because you know he was talking about why he did not want to play and take a a a, a spot from a young kid who deserved to be playing on the field i thought that was uh is as is anti-nfl as I, I i never heard like man you guys got to get out there and fight for for every play man it's your paycheck putting that food on the table but this is a guy who seems to have a whole lot of character and hopefully he fits in because the locker room is going to be the biggest thing that rolls us through this playoff eric i mean we got to have some high intensity leadership that is going to stay positive. You know, we got no more body language from Aaron. We got everybody on the line that's going to be doubting us. We just got to come together, gel, and uh, and put it together. Because tomorrow, 425 Eastern Standard Time, 325 Central. We are the game of the week on Fox. Uh, We're going to be showing out here in Philly, so I will not be watching it on Game Pass. And uh, that gets me fired up. So we will come back on Monday, Eric, with some more hard-hitting, conversation about this game no matter which way it goes but i'll tell you what i feel real good about it what are your thoughts
1: i'm feeling like there's going to be a, a just an enthusiastic salad yeah buddy monday morning uh, it's another victory monday i i don't see us losing to this team uh whatsoever I, I i mean i i think this this team is all about business it sucks to lose david Bakhtiari. Mm -hmm. He's so much a part of this team, but as we've shown virtually every other place on the field, it's Mm -hmm. next man up and we keep rolling and uh, I'm just hoping that and snacks boy man, got a feeling got a feeling about this guy yeah you know it's kind of
0: weird you know 2020 had to kick us in the nuts on the way out and uh, give us a gift on the way in so we'll see how that happens but everybody thank you for listening to us right now a little bonus episode had to get something out here with the uh bakhtiari breaking news but thanks for listening to us on soundcloud spotify itunes google Podcasts, and youtube we got some more uh clips going up we got mad dog Mike Douglas up there right now with Peter Jones. I got new clips coming out every night at midnight, so be sure to check us out on YouTube. And with that, Eric, take us out.
1: Fire up the grills. Make sure to get that beer cold. It's bear week for the last time. Well, I guess potentially there is a scenario where we could have (laughs) another bear week this year, but that ain't going to happen. Not a chance. They only get in if... if, uh, cardinals lose because they're gonna take it take it hard tomorrow it's, <laughs> it's it's going to change well and it's here's the thing is it's gonna change i think the foundation of the chicago bears in terms of general manager and coach and 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 essentially mitch trubisky Foles yeah. is, is signed guaranteed through next year Foles isn't going anywhere mm-hmm. this is a contract here for trubisky Nagy's the guy. I did listen to a a little bit from the Chicago Bears side of things, and and they're saying that, that uh, in addition to Nagy, I'm I'm losing the uh, general manager's name.
0: Pace Ryan Pace. Uh,
1: That they're likely both back, but Trubisky's (laughs) on the bubble, and we want Trubisky. Yeah, we do. Yeah, Cuddy Part D.
0: Yeah, we do. Awesome. All right, buddy. Well,
1: take us out. Go, pack, go. Boom! <laughs> oh!